The year is 2013. Former Frankenstein jukebox picks Lizzo, Childish Gambino, and They Might Be Giants have new albums out with Lizzo bangers, Because the Internet, and Nanobots, respectively. The word bingeable is coined, and suddenly we have a way to put the blame of all the TV we've been watching back on the shows themselves. Pope Benedict XVI resigns, the first pope to do so since 1415, and the first to do so voluntarily since 1294. He is replaced by Pope Francis two weeks later, who becomes the first Jesuit pope, the first pope from the Americas, and the first pope from the Southern Hemisphere. Edward Snowden discloses operations engaged in, in by a U.S. government mass surveillance program and flees the country. United States versus Windsor is decided overturning a key section of the Defense of Marriage Act and granting federal recognition of same-sex marriage in the United States. And American scientists 3D print a li- living lab-grown ear. It's the International Year of Water Cooperation and the International Year of Quinoa. Will these four tall drinks of water be able to cooperate to 3D print a new song that will make your lab-grown ears say, Keen, wow! Let's Pope so! This is Frankenstein's Jukebox. (laughs) Oof. (laughs) James, that was... art. And welcome to Frankenstein's Jukebox. This is how we start the show? Yeah. Is this how we start? Okay. I'm yeah. James and Anderson, and I am one of the hosts, and I am also have my other host by here. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Dan. Uh, I'm, I'm also one of the am hosts. Did I do that right, James? Yep. That sound, sounds exactly the same to me. And we are joined by two two guests because one guest went so well last time we had a guest we decided to double it up because august is the time when you double up stuff (laughs) i assume yep we are joined by the yule brothers matt and chris yule hello hello hi happy double august happy august 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 my favorite month to do things (laughs) twice do things twice yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, uh, though I will say this episode will be coming out in September. September. Oh, We're just recording in August. August. Oh boy. Well, they, so. thank you guys for having us. Yeah, yeah thank thanks you. so much for joining. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. We're excited, excited to, to to take some songs and then make some new make a new song. Just one. <laughs> just one song. Just, just one, one song. song. Just Fine. one perfect song. Before we get started, we usually like to talk about uh, how everyone's 2013 was. Chris, how was your 2013? Do you remember what happened in 2013? I was 13 years old. Nice. <laughs> it was a very good year. Uh, I don't... What was that? Was that 8th grade? <laughs> it was... 7th uh, and 8th grade. grade were very good for me because for the entirety of... 2013? Okay? Are you thinking 2003? Oh, wow. I was thinking 1993. Yeah. What? No, what if? What if I really just committed to this and just like tried to pretend I was like way like twenty years younger? Than I was. I was doing the math in my head. I'm like, that can't be right. That can't be right. Uh, okay. Hmm. No. 2013. Uh, Matt, you go first, and I can see if I can figure out where I was in 2013. All right. Yeah. It's basically impossible to know anymore. You said all that stuff, and I was like, that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Um, let's see. I have every photo I ever took on an iPhone in my current phone, so I'm looking at what happened in 2013. Oh, that's a good one. I was excited for a pizza place called The Sicilian to open up in my neighborhood. I ended up not liking it. So you were oh, in, you were in well. Brooklyn. Uh, I was in yeah. Oh yeah. And not Brooklyn, in high Brooklyn. school. Not in high school at okay. all. I was an old man, <laughs> okay. as I am now, just slightly <laughs> less old. I have a picture of Chris dressed up as uh, what's the guy who wrote Game of Thrones books? WWR J.R. Tolkien. That's that's a just <laughs> no, George R. R. Martin. Remember you did that sketch <laughs> play that guy? Yeah, I did do a sketch where I, now see now I know what I'm doing. Okay, great. Thank you. Oh, okay. Um right. went to a new bar that was nice. Oh I got a tattoo. I got my, my first <laughs> oh. tattoo that year. There you go. 
Which a uh, little tattoo on the finger. Pretty pretty cool, cool. classy. Where I was mentally, I don't know. Uh, 2013, That's I was uh, filming a sketch uh, dressed as George R.R. <laughs> R. Martin. Um, oh, wow. okay. One of the most memorable experiences of my life. Um, <laughs> and it was exactly one year before I had my kid. So oh, nice. part of that was uh, just like having, you know, being in the pregnant party town. Because everybody knows sure. it's fun just having pregnant party PPG. time. Went to Calico Ghost Town. A great little ghost town uh, on the in between La, uh, Nevada and Los Angeles that I highly recommend. Mm. Got a very creepy old school house. Uh, it was it was it was that was a good year. It was a lot of fun making a lot of stuff. Living in a fun part of Los Angeles is a good time. Cool, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, Dana, what, what were you up to? I I had a tumultuous 2013. Oh. At the beginning of the year, I started seeing someone, and it was, like, actually at the beginning of the year, because we, like, first kissed, at, like, at, for the New Year's Eve, like, the New Year's changeover to 2013. Oh, like, we'd been, nice. like, hanging out just casually, and then it just turned into a, a drunken thing, and for the next eight months was basically just a drunken thing, by which I mean we both were heavy drinkers, and... Only got along when we were drinking, uh, and okay. I went to Boston. Hey. Uh, that was a really fun trip, most of it. Yeah, Boston. Hashtag Boston. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I did get fun. to see They Might Be Giants in concert for the, when they were touring for Nanobots, and oh, got nice. a copy of that vinyl signed by both of the Johns, Ooh, uh, nice. which is very exciting. The treasure. I moved in with the girl I had started seeing. Uh, we moved in together in May. I moved out in late May. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> the Most of the rest of the year was uh, enjoying hanging out with uh, my friends and moved in with a very close group of friends into a house and just had a good, chill, relaxing time from there on, so... Uh, nice. Yeah, ups and downs, peaks and valleys, as they say. There you go. One important Very question cool. for you: When did you go to Boston? Because I took a trip to Boston in June of 2013. I will have to. I think. <laughs> I think it might have been in June. <gasps> what? Uh, hold mid on. June, wait, mid wait. mid to late June. <laughs> what if I don't? I don't have my time, phone with and me. And we both went to the same old graveyard at the same time. Oh my Whoa. god, that would be insane! A lot of graveyards. A lot of graveyards in Boston. Yeah, I I only saw one graveyard. Okay, mm. well, still, but, chances are still there. There's, there's still a, it's a we possibility. We might have been in Boston at the same. We might have been crazy. in Boston at the same time. In my mind and in my heart, we were. Love that. Aww. I really love so, that. Yeah. Very nice. James, how was your 2013? Well, um, I turned 30. And the very next day, I became a father of two. So, <laughs> but I was already a father of one, so it's just an increase of one, not gotcha. like a twin thing. Got um, it. Yeah, and that was the middle of the of the year. Um, it was a scheduled thing, which was a lot cooler than like like <laughs> weeks and weeks early. So I was. It was also very early in the morning. So I remember falling asleep standing up because I couldn't sit down in the scrubs I was in. Sure. Yeah. So I was literally like. You know, using the resistance of the scrubs to hold me aloft. It was very cool. <laughs> um, and then I don't remember anything else. Uh, not have baby, then have baby, and that's yeah. 2013. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it breaks down. Yeah. Did you go to Boston? Uh, you know, my dad <laughs> lived in Boston for 30-something years. Tw- 2013 was in the period of time when I had not gone there in a long time. That's so okay. no. But I'm always sort of in Boston in my mind because I, I like it there and I have lots of good memories there. So, in, in other words, yes. That's how yeah. that James Taylor song goes, right? Mm-hmm. The Boston's in my mind, of I'm my going mind. to Boston. I mean, that, yeah, that's not, that's probably a James Taylor song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just kept doing it. It's a it. subtext of all James Taylor songs. Yeah. It, I, just real quick, I did just do, I just went and checked. It was early to mid-June that I was in Boston. Oh, my gosh. I, I got there on, like, the 16th of June. So we, we just maybe just crossed, like, ships passing in the night. <laughs> Must have been just or ships passing in the passing night. passing in the middle of the day and in high-fiving Boston. each other and being like, why it did we just high-five if you're going by stranger? land or by sea. Yeah. 
So good. <laughs> That's all. That's awesome. It sounds like everyone had years in 2013. Yep. Yeah. Everyone was alive. Are we going to do the rest of the park? I feel like we just peaked. We just found yeah. out that we were both in Boston Thanks, at almost the exact same time. Is he, can cute. we get better than that? I, I Here's the thing. I feel like we can. Okay. Because, not to put a lot of pressure on this episode, sure. but I feel like it's we're just going to be constantly finding new peaks throughout yeah. the whole thing. Oh. I hope so. So, Okay, it's just gauntlet <laughs> thrown. <laughs> Let's climb that mountain. So, uh, the next thing we're going to do is talk about what songs we have each brought from 2013. Let's go Matt first. Matt, what did you bring f- to the table for uh, dissection? Were you guys able to guess it based on the, the clues provided? It sounded like yes. you did pretty much yes. instantly. <laughs> <laughs> so I it, it, for your, mm, I don't want to say it in a way that promotes sibling rivalry, but Matt, yours took me longer. Oh, hey. come on. I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> I think for the last time in this show, I give bad clues. Just bad. Really? Either like, here's a niche thing about it about the song or artist in my life. Here's something that could be absolutely anyone. Anyways, good luck. <laughs> um, so I should just say the song then. Do, well, do you want to say what your hints were? They're pretty good hints. Uh, my hints were, I think the first, was it two hints? One was Sibling yep. Revelry. Uh-huh. Oh, that's pretty good. Love and the play. other was Kira Sedgwick is the... I don't think I said the, because that would have been You did not oh, say good. the, and that threw me for a l- little bit. Yeah, sorry. That was that was kind of <laughs> cheating, just to no make way. it not obvious. The song I picked was uh, Closer. To, uh, Kira Sedgwick is the Closer. Um, by Tegan because she closes so many cases. <laughs> Case close she close. just gets so close every time. Case closed. <laughs> so yeah, that was my song, Heartthrob, uh, from the album Heartthrob. Tegan Sarah. What? T- tell us a little bit about it. What, what did you? What did you like about it? What? What? Not? Not like? Not like three specific things, but like why? Why was it uh, the song you picked? When I was looking to find something from 2013, this is from the very beginning of 2013. So if people are like, I heard that song in 2012. That's not my fault. The album came out in 2013, <laughs> and I didn't know that. The radio hit. It, it was playing on that song was, was playing on the radio, but probably the album didn't come before out before the album came out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. Um, I, so I was looking at albums and I was like, oh, that Tegan, I don't know if I listened to that one. And then I started listening to it and I knew all of the words to all of the songs. And I was like, I guess I think I, I think I probably listened to this one. And this one I like, especially because it's real. That's a real poppy, dancey album that they made. They don't mm-hmm. always do that kind of thing. And Closer is just a, is a, a good time. Uh, a good time, poppy, dancey a fun time song and there were three things about it i liked so that's another reason oh. i picked it <laughs> awesome <laughs> chris what what song did what were your what were your hints and what song did you bring i honestly don't remember my hints i think your it was were. like bloodsucker <laughs> bloodsucker r&r uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah i guess that's all <laughs> uh and heretic Oh, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. So it's the song Unbelievers by Vampire Weekend. Um, and I actually don't think I started listening to that album until 2014 because I have a very strong memory of listening to that album a lot when I was like um, uh, trying to get in eighth grade, I guess. To go to sleep. Yeah, when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> Rocking your baby to sleep. Yeah, I don't know. Eighth grade stuff. <laughs> That's so um, and, uh, I remember listening to that album a lot, especially the first half. There's some bangers on the second half, but the first mm-hmm. half of that album is a little bit more their usual kind of thing. And it just, I was, I looked, I spent so much time looking for cool songs that made me look like a cool music person who knows a lot about <laughs> cool music that people haven't heard of. But like this song just bangs so hard, and I love it so much. And every time I hear it, no matter what mood I'm in, it just jams me. It, it jams me and crams me, and I love it. Uh, and then I have more specific reasons, obviously. But yeah, I had to. I, I had to. I had to bring this one. I'm really Thanks. glad that you both brought three specific reasons, because like, if you hadn't, this was gonna be be a real. This is gonna be weird. Yeah, they're weird uh, reasons. <laughs> well, hey, that's listen, good. that's <laughs> great. I like to hear. <laughs> we we haven't gotten esoteric enough in our aspects yet, and I'm so excited <laughs> oh. to get to get weird with it. 
<laughs> Daniel, I want to hear about your uh, song. Yes. <laughs> so the the hint that I gave, uh, I believe, was uh, there's more to this water spout. Okay. Just a really good, really, really good sure. one. Oh. Um, yeah. And uh, there's really, I can't think of like a clever way of, of like getting to it. Just like uh, the song is called Postscript by the band Typhoon. So like there's more to this and then water spout. Y'all can. So a yeah. water spout turns yeah. out not just a character in an itsy bitsy spider story, but also a, a thing. Uh, so ocean tornado. It's an ocean tornado, uh, which oh, is similar man. to yeah. a typhoon. Really changes the itsy bitsy spider. Story. <laughs> it's like a yeah. It's like a. It's an extreme eldritch spider. horror spider. <laughs> See, now we need to find out the year that that song, that the itsy bitsy spider, was released, so that we can make sure the podcast goes back that far, mm-hmm. so we can have that as one of our songs. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. So I wasn't actually introduced to Typhoon until, I want to say, 2018, 2017, uh, when uh, my friend Jordan, like, I put a call out on Facebook for uh, new albums to listen to, and Jordan uh, suggested this this entire album, and uh, the album is called White Lighter, and it this album smacked me in the face with how freaking good it is. Very good. It just every song just just pressed a different button in my music heart, uh, and this one particularly. It has similar to what I picked for twenty fifteen. This song has a very long musical outro mm-hmm. uh, that very much feels like, uh, and again, not to be a super bummer, but it feels like it is the soundtrack playing over the main character's death, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just like beautiful and peaceful and serene uh i am not i did not go with that as one of my aspects since i did that in 2015 but this song the is the last track on the album and it's just so 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 good and i highly recommend listening to it the the last so the the musical outro to it is longer than the rest of the song love it it's so great it's like three minutes and like 10 seconds where the rest of it's just three minutes Oh, to have the confidence! Oh boy, <laughs> to do that, and the people—you got that right. many people in a band. Whew. You gotta let them, let those guys have their moment. Some and of you them. do. I'm embarrassed. I didn't even know about Typhoon until you guys mentioned it for this. Yeah, this I came to it very late. I, like, I don't Ooh. think I found it till like last year or something. Yeah, they just released a new uh, a new album. I think called Sympathetic Magic last year. That's also. Uh-oh. Real, real good. Yeah, yeah, and like I bonded with my uh, my friend Doug over uh, mutual love of of Typhoon, uh, and we Doug. both absolutely geeked Doug. out when they released a new album. The Doug Pound, the Doug Pound, James. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, James. Would you like to tell us about your pick for twenty thirteen? Yes, I would like to do that. Um, so my hint was short and sweet and concise. Uh, it was, <laughs> I have not paid for a single release from this, uh, uh, from this <laughs> artist, but the caveat that makes it not just specific to knowing my financials is <laughs> that's typical for this, uh, the, for this artist and it is run the jewels. And, uh, the hint I gave for the song is that there's not much of a hint to give because it's such a short, a short title. So I have improved my hint game since then. Oh. Um, the song is called Get It. So this is from the first Run the Jewels album. Uh, this is LP and Killer Mike. I was trying to think of how I found out about them. Um, I know Killer Mike was on a bunch of Outcast songs that I really like. I don't know anything about how I found out about it, but it was free. So it may have hey. been like, yeah, I'll, I'll pick up free. Yeah. And it turned out that that... that, that I think that probably they haven't released an album that hasn't been really, really good. Oh, I also said that I thought that uh, the fact they were free was the cat's meow because they did release a version of their second album uh, (laughs) called Meow the Jewels, where they had all the beats made from uh, cat sounds. Really? Yeah. What? (laughs) It was very cool. It's a good band. And weird. (laughs) Yeah, 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 definitely. I could have picked a a number of songs on that album, but this one always uh, calls out to me because 
because of one of the uh, three things that I specifically like about it. So, <laughs> hey, um, Matt. Yeah. Uh, I think now it's time to do aspects. Aspects. All right, let's do aspects. So what are your three aspects that you want to pick out of this song? I've selected three. They are as cool. follows. The first, it's a makeout anthem, and makeout anthems are good. Hmm. This one is especially good because it's about, like, not when you're, like, a person making out with people all the time, but when you're, like, a young person and you're like, I might make out with somebody. It's that oh, very specific like a potential makeout song. Of, like, I'm in a situation where I might make out with somebody. Like, is, is it like, oh, later tonight I might find somebody to make out with? Or is it like, in this moment, I'm maybe about to make out with this person? Got it. Thank you. Yeah, and it. and it could also be like, in this moment, I'm maybe about to make out with this person. But then, like, you go home after the dance. Yeah. It's like a school dance. You're like, maybe in a week. Maybe, like, maybe this year. Maybe this school hmm. year, you know? There's some weird That kind there. of fun thing. So that's aspect number one. <laughs> aspect number two. Yeah. Sung by siblings. Does that make aspect number one weird? No. Nah. <laughs> no. no. Matt, no. we've done songs really. about making out with each other. It's not weird. Yeah, that's not true. Is that true? That uh, is probably true. Yeah. I mean, I that. <laughs> uh, siblings and bands always cool, never not cool. Never not cool. I'm trying to think yeah. of an example where it was not cool. There's got to be a good example mm-hmm. where it was just not cool. The were Millie Vanilli, were they, they were siblings? I was going to say Millie Vanilli, but I don't, I don't think they, they were. They probably uh, weren't siblings. Yeah, they just had the same haircut. Yeah. What about the two guys with the tigers? Were they siblings? And were they, what does that count as a band? Siegfried <laughs> <laughs> and Roy? Yeah. No, but those guys are awfully close they to They got Nelson. so much style, I feel like it almost counts as a band. What if they were in a metal band and no one ever knew about it? And it was like, <laughs> That's the, the tigers like, are part of the metal thing. Do you guys not get this? Yeah, I'm not play even music listening to the show. music that we're playing over the loudspeakers <laughs> that we worked on so hard. Maybe we lose the tigers. <laughs> I mean, uh, the the Gallaghers of Oasis didn't really get along so great. Yeah, but they, they were still cool, though, I think. Yeah. Some standards. Not yeah. good, but not cool. Good. Yeah. I mean, like good people, well, not good yeah. people. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's aspect number two. Aspect number three, the chorus, basically just one note. It's all about the rhythm. Well, there's a harmony also, but it's just it's just a bump, 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 right? And I think that's cool. And actually, that has something in common with somebody else's song. Maybe we'll get into that in a bit. Is it that tonic? <laughs> Is you, Are they rolling on that, that, that tonic that whole time? The two, the two note? Yeah. That's pretty good. It's awesome. It's Very rad. Catchy. It makes you want to dance, and it makes you think maybe you're going to make out with somebody. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. I love these aspects so much. It's, <laughs> one of the things that I, I really love about this podcast is as we're going through the aspects, comparing them to the aspects I've already picked and seeing how... Either how great they will go together or how much they already clash. And <laughs> there's both of that in yeah. <laughs> with yours. And I'm so excited for two more sets of aspects. I don't know. Dan crosses out lots of notes in chorus and is scrambling to think. <laughs> All right. Those are some great aspects. Chris, what, what aspects are you going to yes. pick out of this Vampire Weekend song? I have aspects. This song has things that I like. There's three in specific. Um, first, of all, first of all, I'm not great with music theory, so I might have a hard time explaining this, but yeah, the chord pattern, it, any chord pattern that has that major third to major fourth in it, so like if we're rocking here, we go, right? Third or fourth. That, yeah. I hate that you started this with I'm no good at music theory, Chris. I, I'm, I really just... <laughs> well, I don't know if that's actually how you're supposed to, how you're supposed to say it. Um, I wrote the words down, and that is the music theory that I have. So. Even, even more specifically than it using that in the very, very, very banging chorus, um, before they get to that chorus, we've got a... Uh, we've got a verse and a bridge that repeats. So you don't you think you you maybe think that the bridge is actually the chorus, but then they sneak up on you later. But in that bridge, they heavily feature in uh, like a a minor third, right? So we get really used to the minor third until they get to that chorus, and then all of a sudden we've got that major third going to major fourth, and it just makes it the impact of that just so much more. 
So specifically, getting the suckers used to a, a, a minor third and then bringing in that major third to major fourth in the chord pattern at some point. Yeah, getting suckers used to a minor third, then yeah. surprising with a major third to major fourth. Yeah, in, the, in, in a later part of the song. Okay, the rest of these are not so weird. Uh, okay, the second one is the sneaky, is the sneaky banging chorus, right? So what happens is it's one of those things where when they get to the actual, actual chorus, finally, it's all of a sudden it's the quiet part of the song. You know what I mean? And it's like chill and kind of cool or whatever. But then, and you're like, oh, this is the chill part of the song. But that's a really cool, it's really hooky. And then all of a sudden, no, it's not the chill part of the song. It blasts off into being the loudest part of the song. So it's like a, a psych out where it's like, oh, this is the quiet part of the song. Nope. It's actually, boom, we're going to switch into making it the loudest part of the song. And it's going to bang really hard. And then the third aspect is there's a lyric where they say, but you love the sea. And anytime somebody talks yeah. about loving the sea in a song, it's one of the best things you can say in a song. Especially if it's a but. But I love the sea, but you love the yeah. sea. Uh, right. But they Everything love the sea. Everything would be fine if it weren't for your relationship with the sea or yeah. my relationship with the sea. Yeah, really. It's, yeah, it's the relationship. Somebody having a relationship with the sea is just a uh-huh. wonderful thing to include in the lyric of a song. That and I don't think it has of much of anything to do with what the, <laughs> this song is about. As far as I can tell, it's just a great thing to say in a song. It's, it's honestly, it's very Vampire Weekend to, yeah. to pull vampire, that line out. Vampire Weekend. It makes it sound like that's what the song is really about, is this person <laughs> and the sea, and this person was trying to write a song and not talk about it, and then it just sneaks out. It just out. comes out. Oh, but you love the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I'm talking about this. You love the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Are you even listening to me? Or are you just thinking about the sea again? <laughs> thinking about the sea. Chris, how do you feel about the sea? <laughs> um, it's I could take it or leave it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> no, okay. I think the sea is great. I going to the beach as an activity, I'm ambivalent on. It's 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 there's many days yes. where I'll be like, I don't want to deal with that. It's a thing. Yep. Especially if you have kids, right? But as a thing, it's pretty great. Right. The, the like a literary yeah, the concept yeah. or something viewed from afar. Yeah, or yeah. if I'm, if I'm just in the if, if I'm there by myself, love it. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the beach, fold the clothes for twenty minutes by myself. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Beautiful. That's it. <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you love to see it. Uh, uh, yeah, that's good. Hey, Daniel. Yes, James. <laughs> I would love to know. What you're going to toss into this stew. Uh, so my addition to this stone soup is I want it to be a uh, love song that sounds sad. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. makes you want to make out. Yeah. That makes you want to make sad. out. I'm very interested to see how those gel with each other. Uh, because <laughs> this this song is like, it's a very sweet song. It's basically saying like, I will never do anything to you that will make you like have to think about how your love is unconditional for me. Like you oh, uh, yeah. like I will be a perfect partner for you and like that it basically it'll never be tested. Uh, I mean yeah. it's it's in the lyrics it's like when I die you'll never have to wonder if your love was unconditional like you'll mm. yeah. Uh or you'll never know if it was unconditional because like it will never have been put to the test of any conditions. My second aspect is strange instrument pairing. Because if there's one thing Typhoon does, it's throwing a whole bunch of instruments into one song. Yeah. Uh, particularly the one, the pairing that stands out to me in this one is like violins and and very pretty strings mixed with uh, the plucking of a banjo. I almost specifically put strings and banjo as my strange instrument mm-hmm. pairing, but. Why not? Well, I I only have a banjo. I don't have the <laughs> strings. But. Uh, also, I just like I just felt like that would just be me shoehorning playing a banjo in the song. <laughs> the good thing uh, is is that a banjo, a banjo is a strange pairing with most instruments. Pretty much anything. So you're yeah, in a good true. spot there. But I feel like yeah, any any strange instrument pairing, uh, I'm very excited about. And uh, next up, my my last one is a mostly a rhyme scheme. Uh, the 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 end lines of this song are 
brokenhearted, discarded, started, hardened, garden, departed, and then unconditional, appealing, see me, good thing, love me, and then unconditional. But how is like, there no farted? How is there no farted? <laughs> There's no farting, which is a shame. I saw in your eyes that you wanted it to I be. Was I farted for it. Heartbreaking. <laughs> when I go, the last thing I do will be that I'll have farted. Yes, would be great. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Total missed opportunity. Uh, but yeah, mostly the same, like the same rhyme scheme throughout the whole. Th- not like rhyme scheme, but like just an a a a a a rhyme scheme. I like that. Is the singer for Typhoon? Where is Typhoon from? Uh, I want to say... I think Portland, right? Yeah, I want to say Portland. The way they enunciate the A-R-T sound sounds so, like, Norwegian or (laughs) Scandinavian sort of, like, starred. Like, I really like it a lot, and I'm really happy that they had so many of that sound in this song. Like, they picked a good A to... uh, to repeat over and over again. Yeah, I would say as a guy new to the band Typhoon, I feel like that lead singer is doing a lot of extra work with those <laughs> with the pronunciation of those lyrics. Yeah. Just getting yes. every sound. It's not bad. I don't mind it, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> hey, um, uh, you reminded me by looking stuff up. Um, the Itsy Bitsy Spider was first published in 1920 as a song for adults <laughs> in Camp and Camino in Lower California with the words "blooming bloody" instead of "itsy bitsy." The blooming, so the blooming bloody, bloody spider. spider, like oh, that blooming bloody, bloody spider in it. Oh, I yeah, gotcha. yeah, okay. You know, California stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then the actual version of "itsy bitsy spider." Wow, actual, no shade to that first version was later printed in 1947. So okay, all right. Um, yeah, but I bet the water spout was a 1920 thing. So you're in yeah. it for the long haul. That's we, like we'll be go, we'll now. be going for quite a while for doing a decade a year to get back to the <laughs> get back all the way to the 1920s. We got this. All right, uh, James. Yeah, I feel like at this point all of us have given our aspects, and they work yeah, really, really, really the well together. They so. all just like the, at this point, like there's there's going to be no effort in putting this yeah. song together. Would you would you like to throw some wrenches into this? Um, I think that they're not going. They're going to be wrenches that latch on to the bolts in the exact way that you want them to to make the machine work even uh, even better. Heck yeah! Except for the one, which will uh, mess everything up. Good. All right. So my first aspect is two, and then I put or more vocalists that trade verses. So, but they interject into each other's verses. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. person A is is versing. And then person B maybe hops in and says something during the verse and, and so forth and so on. They're like, I'm going to verse now. Yeah. yeah. Or you even just like sort of like a little interjection. I'm going to visit yeah. your verse for a second. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. <laughs> then I'll, uh, my third aspect is uh, the vocalists reference themselves at some point in their verses. Like themselves, the person singing the song. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, um, Daniel, you said that you had a lead on like an MPC program at one point, like two months ago. Yes. Yes. Cool. That, that, that assuredness is going to bring us to my last aspect. Uh, an MPC sample of a voice on the chorus. Um, in, in get it. The song is basically someone sort of just hitting the MPC over, 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 over. Um, I found the sample on who sampled and it's already really, really fast. It's from like a, James Brown song or something that was sampled in something else that they sampled from that. It was it was really cool, but uh, yeah, it's just really fast and feels like just sort of hitting the button as fast as you can. Um, we don't have to do that, but I would like to use a sample and an NPC. Okay, what's what's an NPC? What is that? Um, this is a sample. It's basically a sampler. Oh, okay, like you okay, okay. program a sound in and then. And then oh. you can hit the button to that yeah. fast. Yeah, like one of those like yeah. uh, like multi-key sound okay. yeah. soundboard yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Right. And again, you don't have to have it be as fast as that. Just sample and and sample. I think it should probably be pretty course. fast though. Okay, <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. Cool. Good. The faster the, and less intelligible it is, the better. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, up until like this 
past week or two, I was like, they are saying get it, right? Like, that's why they <laughs> called the song that. And, that, like, I was full of doubt because it might have been just like, and I would feel silly for being like, they said the title. And you'd be like, no, they, no, they didn't. That's just a sound. <laughs> um, so those are my aspects. And boy, goodness gracious, we have to review yeah. <laughs> uh, a makeout anthem that is a makeout anthem in that you may be making out, like sort of like a makeout anthem. Like you triumphantly um, might make out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like of the like possibility bold of the possibility. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that is sung by siblings, has a one-note chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, Essentially one note. Mostly. A chord pattern that suckers you into having the minor mm-hmm. third, and then major third, and then major fourth. Yeah, you got it. You stuck the landing. Yeah. Great, 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 great. I used as few words <laughs> as possible. Um <laughs> Uh, a psych out chorus. I wrote quiet, no, loud. Yeah, nailed it. And then, but I love the sea. Yep. A oh. love song that sounds sad. Strange instrument pairing, mostly a rhyme scheme. Uh, two or more vocalists that ha- each have a verse, but they visit each other's verses. That works well with the siblings thing. <laughs> NPC chorus yep. of a, of a sampled voice and. Uh, the vocalists reference themselves, the singers, in their own verses. That's the 12th. Those the, are the 12th. Yeah. Listen. That dirty woo. dozen. I like it. This is a lot to work with, and I'm so excited. <laughs> We're going to have the song be about someone wanting to make out with the sea, right? I mean, that's pretty and much the only... Or wanting yeah, to make like, out with somebody... I can't make out with you. Not being able to make out because <laughs> of the sea. But I, yeah. yeah. I can't I've make out with you. The sea. sea is watching. Are we about to rewrite the song right. "Brandy" or "A Fine Girl"? Brandy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but my Chris Yule's life and love yeah. <laughs> is the sea. Read. We love the sea. 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 So I, I went ahead and separated these out into aspects that deal with the lyrics. Aspects that deal with the music and other. Uh, the others being the fact that it's sung by siblings and that two or more vocalists trade verses interspersed with each other. Uh, right, sort of nuts and bolts of the song that not aren't instrumentation stuff. Right. Uh, so I feel like... You, you know how I always do. I always like to try and look at a, what genre we might try and put this song into uh, based mostly off the music aspects of it uh but really the music aspects we've got are a strange instrument pairing chorus is just one note getting suckers used to a minor third going into a major for major third and major fourth uh sneaky banger chorus and mpc sample of a voice so like we don't really have i wouldn't say there's any particular genres that are jumping out it's a new genre the mpc (laughs) makes anything we do Aside from like hip hop, a strange pairing. So like, there you go. Anything you want, like you know, I'm gonna toss out sea shanty just to sort of put it out there on the on the page. Maybe two on the nose. I don't know. An NPC shanty would be that's very good because then you get to say that. Pretty <laughs> fun. Yeah. <laughs> it would make having the the mostly one note chorus pretty. Pretty easy. Yeah, maybe that's where the MPC lives in the chorus. And the mostly A rhyme scheme as well. Uh, yeah, because it's just the same word Lyrically, over over. would be <laughs> hot shit. We might have to do a sea shanty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing it down just as a possibility because I like it a lot. But like, I've put it at the top of the page so that um, yeah. I'm going to underline it just in case it happens to be the thing that we end up definitely for sure doing. So any other ideas about what we maybe want to do? Shanty's good. I think the weird musical, but you know, maybe it's a little, a little modern. You know what I mean? Like a little gritty. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a gritty reboot of a sea shanty. Uh, with with the recent like short-lived boom of sea shanties, yeah. thanks to to TikTok, we d- I did see some pretty great like hard rock 
oh, yeah. versions of, of sea shanties, like yeah. gritty sea shanties that were We've all heard Dropkick Murphys, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Or like a really emo sea shanty. I'd be curious what that's all about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, Starboard confessional. <laughs> Boy. That was too well, okay. you finally That's peaked, too good. You finally peaked. You finally beat out uh, us maybe seeing each other in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> that joke topped it. Oh. That's great. Uh, if Starboard Confessional isn't the name of this episode, then it's the name of the song uh, because it's just too good. Yeah, I mean it's it's a good point that like an NPC sample of anything is gonna make it a, a, a strange genre unless we go into hip hop. And I don't. We're not there yet. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet. Uh, 93, 94, right at the, like, nerd rock alternative peak, that's when we're going to hit hip-hop. Yes, exactly. <laughs> wow, that's going mean, to be a good time. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I think focusing on the genre might not be the right way to go here because it's so, mm. like, no matter what, it's going to be such a strange version of whatever genre we go with. I think you come at it from tone. You come at it from mood. Yeah. yeah. And our mood seems to be wistfully horny. Wistfully <laughs> horny is a wonderful <laughs> thing to hear and say. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. It definitely won't be as, I think, as horny as our 20... Was that 2016? Uh, yeah, I think so. Twenty. Where we specifically had horny as yeah. one of the aspects um, yeah, I like getting excited about making out with someone. Yeah, maybe tonight, maybe sometime in the future. Maybe uh, by, by the sea. Tonight. Maybe by the sea. Maybe with the sea. Maybe so much that could happen. Sea. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if we want to write under the sea, Calypso? maybe uh, before I leave for my sea journey. Ooh, under the mm. sea journey. Journey under the sea. Yep. No, guess. hold on. That's all of it. <laughs> <laughs> song. Yeah. This is I the think... song that I would really listen to the band who made this song, I think. Checks off a lot of boxes for me. I like think for, that uh, let's take a, let's take a moment What's here to address the fact that you two are siblings. We are siblings. Yeah, yes, yeah, let's, I think this is a very uh, important thing to address. <laughs> you need any vocal talents. Uh now, the, the, the important also, question is our, that I'm, I'm sure our listeners would like to know, do y'all have any experience with singing? We does. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so bad I couldn't help it. Uh, yeah, we've been, well, we were in chorus. We took chorus class, yeah. Yeah, we sure, took chorus. Nice. We both were cool guys that took chorus class all through we were high mad, school. Were you madrigals? We were madrigals, right? We were madrigals, we were madrigals? yeah. Madrigals. Very nice. Does that mean anything, though, to anybody who didn't go to our school? Is that, like, a thing? Yeah, no, yeah, I know yeah, madrigals. Like, that is a thing? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't Madrigals sure are a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and we've been in many bands over the years. All of them <laughs> bands with siblings, every, each and every one of them. <laughs> nice. True. Um, yeah, and then no, we, on our on our I think this might be where we're going on our podcast finish it we do a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of songs little jangles and songs yeah and stuff. It's so and we've done a couple musical episodes also yeah mm-hmm. uh, we're comfortable absolutely. with that yes I the resume checks out <laughs> and we're I comfortable singing about making out together not singing about making out together singing about making out together together right. uh, or the possibility <laughs> of making out together. Not the possibility right. of making out together, but the possibility of making out together. Singing together. Perfect. <laughs> love triangle with the C, and two of the points of the love triangle are two siblings. Yeah. <laughs> the C's just doing its job. C's doing its best. <laughs> S- similarly, I have uh, a couple of siblings, and uh, my older sister specifically is uh, quite, quite a good singer. Nice. And if like, are you saying she wants to have a sing-off? No, <laughs> let's get her on the line. Right. Yes, let's let's get her on the line. I'm sure she hasn't just no, no, gotten no, no, to no, sleep take, after fighting with her three-month-old oh, yeah. baby. Uh, <laughs> Where's loudest ring possible? Um, <laughs> oh, we're not calling. Okay. Not, call, right. not calling. Not yeah. calling. Uh, but if we do go the sea shanty route, I would love for the four of us. Like, the two of you and then her and I to, like, 
be the 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 deep vocals for that sea shanty. Double, double siblings. Uh, to get the double, double siblings in there, yeah. I think that would be baller as hell. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like the tone that we have. Lyrically, we've got love song that sounds sad, mostly yeah. a rhyme scheme. Oh, I might make out with someone tonight, but loving the sea and vocalists referencing themselves in their lines. When you say that, when you say well, to go back yeah. to genre for a second, what if it was like a, a sitcom theme song, but like, you know, like MASH or Cheers where it's sad, and you're like, why is this, is this a funny show or is this a sad show? And then people on sitcoms always want to make out with each other, but they don't, so they're sad. So they're trying to trick their landlord or whatever. I think you're onto something. Okay. I love it. Okay. I love <laughs> the idea of taking all of these aspects and throwing them into like a two and a half minute sitcom theme song. Remember how sitcom theme songs used to tell the entire premise? Yeah. 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 Here's the story of a lovely lady, but she loved the sea and maybe making out. Yeah. It's perfect. That is a wild idea, and I feel like we could do that, though, is the thing. The thing, isn't it? It is. It feels like, why hasn't somebody already done it? <laughs> We'd you know, pitching for a TV verses show and then trading off, that's Green Acres. That is Green Acres. <laughs> that's literally what happens in the Green Acres theme song. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my God. I'll say, uh, we might be more satisfied with the end result if we did a sea shanty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could it be a sea might shanty? Just be like, I like this song. Wait, I have a question. Yeah, here's something that I have no concept of. Uh-oh. Which of these, and the answer could be all or none, lends itself most to that chord pattern that you're talking about? Ooh. Oh, you can you can put that anywhere. Yeah, cool. It's, I do wait, feel like our chords. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like that we could set that up in the sea shanty to make a really powerful like. Yeah. Doing minor thirds and then switch to the major third and major fourth yeah. for the harmonies and just like, yeah. hot damn, hit that yeah. home. There'd be a lot of impact there. Yeah. Can I yeah. suggest an approach? Yes. Maybe you do the sea shanty, but then you pretend that somebody was like, hey, we got this hot new sitcom and we want this sea shanty to be the theme song, <laughs> but it sounds too old and lame. Make it into a cool theme, theme song. But like you're adapting the sea shanty into a sitcom theme song. <laughs> So do all. Do you of it. approach it do the both. way you would just write a sea shanty, then see? I forgot how you can tweak it. The correct energy is being brought here, which is yeah, yeah. This is this is. Don't make a decision. Toss that all in. Yeah, I. That's that's how I'd live my life. Frankly, that's just. Is there a way to do all of it? And that is <laughs> fine by me. I don't know. Oh, hmm. Maybe even, you know, go back, just like write it as if it was like, uh, you know, a, a 1500 sea shanty, exactly how it would be. And then like, you know, say like, oh, some early folk artist found it and kind of brought it back to the forefront. And like, so it's like, and nice. make a recording of an early folk artist doing their version of it. And then being like, oh, then like the rock and rollers got into it and did their House of the Rising Sun version <laughs> of it. And like yeah, and record that recently. one, and then like you know some pop punk bands did some covers, of course, because it's just a good chord pattern. And, and then, then recently, a solo it. artist did yeah. a Stop version it, all of you really doing slow amazing things that I want to, to do. Promote a video game <laughs> yeah. in a commercial yeah. where it's just so slow yeah, you don't so even recognize it as that old sea shanty at first, and you're like, oh, I know this song. Yeah, like the when then at the end of some sort of like very violent drama yeah. where it's like, oh, a classic <laughs> song done darkly. Yeah, like in all minor keys mm-hmm. but it's like i think i recognize that and then you can do like an annotated history of this song and it's and you know where it came from it'd be really interesting is is that what this podcast is <laughs> all right i'm gonna erase that's what this podcast is now that's, and, that's what uh, we're doing now just... <laughs> <laughs> welcome to that same song again where we record different <laughs> versions of the exact same song <laughs> that we made every up. week and okay well that's that's just my soundcloud where i have all the different all-star covers <laughs> Right. Oh. <laughs> right. Oh yes. boy. Anyway, that's the road to go. All right. I don't. I'm, what, let's let's come down on a on, on an answer that I I'm gonna put my foot down in not 
let us do all of it much as I want to have that be the answer. Yeah, yeah no. I think that's a, a good call. Yeah, not the uh, bravest call, but a good, a good call. Well, if, if we want to have this song released before our 2012 episode... Mm. How much sleep do you need? Oh, honestly, <laughs> just... I'm trying to get into a good sleep pattern. Uh, and this I'm just is the kind of like thing. Sleep or the sea? I mean, yeah, do you want to sleep or do you love the sea? <laughs> I'm trying to get into a good sleep pattern, but I love the sea. Yeah. First line. Great. Uh, I, I think sea shanty is going to work real well. I think that gives us a lot of fun room to play around in. Uh, it hits a lot of the things that we've already put down here. And uh, I think could could turn to have a very, like, a just a real good, solid, uh, finished result. I was going to say, the only thing is that, like, obviously we'd need to work in the sample and an instrument pairing on, on, on top of that. So yeah. what, what would we want to maybe sample and what would we want to pair as our instruments would be my next questions. But we don't have to get to those because, James, you were going to say something. I was just going to say that we can do like a, a sea shanty format with the sort of ambiance of like a, you know, early 2000s acoustic emo dashboard conventional sort of area. Yeah. Making out and possibly making out, but not fully making out is sort of a thing that would work in that, in that area. That's just, that's all I wanted to say was that we can, we can do both in terms of it's a genre and then also you know the other thing and then it sounds sad and it's a love song sea shanties i mean you know yeah are there a lot of happy sea shanties probably i guess there probably are right yeah they're all sadly happy a bunch of guys kind of like it's better than where else they'd be doing you know it was like their version because i don't miss my hand at all like they had a different version of happiness back then (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean it's like you could be cold and wet and happy somehow. <laughs> right. You just hadn't gotten happy up past a certain point. Yeah, there's, you know a, I mean? there's right. a ceiling. The happy, happy inflation has really, really changed. Since, uh... <laughs> like people like, oh, they'd be blown away by cars or elevators. And it's like, they'd see a couch and just be like, what? <laughs> I can sit on this no. or nap on this? <laughs> <laughs> Where are your shoes? Just lay down on the thing. <laughs> Clear my schedule, boys. I'm gonna nap all day. Uh, so, what what instrument pairing would we want to look at, and do we want to count the MPC as one of our instruments? Do you have an accordion? Uh, I don't, but I have a keyboard and that plugs right into my computer that I could use as a MIDI. So, and the accordion. I mean, it it it. it it's evocative a little bit of sea shanty times, but it also can sound very sad. Yeah. The sad sounding is. Mm-hmm. I think you could totally, I think it would be fair to count the NPC as one of the two instruments in the pair. I think so. I, I think, think so too. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I agree. If you want to go the easy I mean, I like NPC and accordion. NPC <laughs> uh, and. Ban- I mean, the banjo. As discussed, would be great. banjo already. Yeah, yeah. banjo would feel good. That would feel really good. Mournful uh, banjo. Listen, have you ever heard <laughs> the Rainbow Connection at like seventy percent speed? <laughs> those lyrics, Ooh. though, right? It's mournful right, as those hell. Those lyrics. Oh, weird song. That villain is approaching so slowly in that boat, though. There was one day speed. in uh, in high school that I was listening to. It was an album called Just for Kids that was like a bunch of current bands that covered a bunch of old kids' songs. And I forget who did a cover of uh, The Rainbow Connection. It's not someone who I was normally a, a fan of. And Creed. Boy, no, it wasn't. Uh, but it just hit me. It just hit me. It was like, I was coming home from high school and just like listening to that and just like, oh, well, now now I'm a bucket of tears. This is cool. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a sad song. A very sad song. But also very hopeful. It very much is. Very helpful? Hopeful. Oh, okay. Someday we'll find it, probably. Mm-hmm. Or we'll just make out. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Also, you hear voices in the middle of the night calling your name? <laughs> was it Sarah McLaughlin? It was Sarah McLaughlin, yes. That sounds yes. very right. That's oh, it was called man. For the Kids. Just for talking, the Kids, that sorry. That sounds like it's... I'm, I'm on the verge of crying right now. It was. Knowing that it was Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Wow, this is a great album. It's a really good album. Cake covers Manamana. Oh, uh, I remember this album. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like when, when you're Dan Wilson and everyone only knows you from Semisonic, you should be legally obligated to say Dan Wilson from Semisonic. I, uh, yeah, I'm sure I he doesn't agree he with does. me, but... <laughs> I'm sure he also does not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i like the idea of uh mpc you know what uh, here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put down mpc accordion and banjo yeah that what if because instead of the, who will stop a strange me? tripling yeah what if instead of the npc it's just a parrot saying something over and over again very quickly does anyone have access to a parrot no i don't mechanized parrot chorus yeah, price stick with the sample of a parrot. The sample of a parrot? That would be really, really unpleasant, I imagine. It would be so rough. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Who? The but I love the sea. Yeah. Or but you love the what's sea. The, what's, what, okay, but, but, some, love but the X sea. love the sea. Yeah. Um, who, what is the beginning of that sentence? Like, what, conceptually, like, what are, what are we, what story are we telling here? Because sea shanties like a story, right? Sea, sea shanties do like a story. Okay. I mean, to me, I feel like it would be, hmm. Without drifting into brandy territory. If it's a wistful like, kind of thing, maybe it's like a summer camp thing. And like one group is like, ah, oh, come, come, come with this group. If you want to head to the beach. And the other group is doing like a hike or whatever, right? And you really want to go with this person you want to, you're crushing on, but you but love the sea. I love the sea, and the sea stands for camp. <laughs> yes. That, yep. <laughs> no, I actually really love that because I think that that can tie into being sung by siblings. And since mm-hmm. the vocalists will be referencing themselves, it can yeah. be two siblings, one who is interested in. Someone, so one's going hiking, one's going to the beach. They're both interested in someone in the other group. Mm. Ah. Oh, I like that. So they're, they're both calling singing. the canoe trip the sea. That's awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying no, not, not, not for canoe, not sea for canoe, but like they're referring to their camp time boat trip as going to, going going to, to sea. sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's very good. <laughs> Maybe it's beach camp. Beach camp. Is beach camp a thing? That's not a thing, and you're no, making, you're making life difficult. Although, but has anyone licensed that, that concept yet, though? <laughs> Maybe don't <laughs> look up beach camp I'll unless you're on a... Beach camp is uh, definitely a thing. Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson is beach camp. Hey, this beach camp, it's the first one that comes up. Beach camp combines all the fun of the beach with the biblical teaching, engaging worship, and relevant <laughs> Bible study you expect at some point. Yeah, that sounds right. Maybe you love the sea. <laughs> no, never mind. Back it, <laughs> backing out of that joke. <laughs> uh, was the, was the sea gonna stand for Christ? Yeah, yeah. yeah. loves the Christ. Okay, good. Just kind of good. We, That's we good, would actually. totally make out, I'd but love you to love out, the sea, love so Christ. you're not gonna. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which really dovetails with the themes of the song that I chose. That's true. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Uh, we call this song Believers. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so I love the love the summer camp. Yeah, su- summer camp and being sung by two siblings. And I feel like saying that you love the sea as a, a way of saying I really want to go to the beach is a very like like middle school dramatic way of saying <laughs> absolutely <laughs> explaining your dilemma. And if we have it like set in middle school times, it might yeah. be easier for Chris since that, this song came out right, when he was exactly. in middle school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just access memories. <laughs> Off by 20 years! <laughs> <laughs> Could they also refer to the hike as something like super dramatic like the wilderness the or hills, like the mountains the the climb the wilderness is good the climb Ooh, wilderness i like the wilderness yeah. i think the climb has yeah how do you feel about writing lyrics i don't i feel, i'd feel weird about writing lyrics and putting someone's name in it that isn't me i'm not trying to pass off my entire thing that i do here <laughs> <laughs> However, 
<laughs> the aspect that I personally brought is <laughs> something I'm going to make other people do. You just use your name, and then you can swap it later. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Or your yeah. name, and then Smart. in parentheses, the name you want. You want. Yeah, or the other name, and in parentheses, your name. I think if we have, for instance, like the, the Yules kind of taking point on it for the shanty, and if... Katie is able to to join in, having like her and I doing basically harmonizing with like sh- shanty style harmonizing with the two of them. I think we wouldn't need to bring in names for all four of us. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So it'll that just makes be sense. about Matt and oh, Chris wanting to. Make it'll out. just be about Matt and Chris Yule specifically and how they want to make out together. <laughs> can with with these. Other <laughs> No, I think it's with each other. But you know, it's art. Whatever for the art. Yeah, with each other, but not with not with each other. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Prepositions are so are so crucial and, and here. It's like it's gonna be a fine line. <laughs> <laughs> it's for art. Yeah. It's for art. Yeah. Okay. Um, that sounds fine to me. Is there? So, uh, uh, uh. That is all that I can um, contribute. I think, <laughs> uh, honestly, I think we've we've got a good twenty minutes ago is that bare a- bones <laughs> of like stuff to to work on, and from here we just you know buckle down and and do it. I'll get to putting some music together, and we'll we'll kind of send some messages and brainstorm and see what we can come up with. Awesome. We can start cool. choreographing awesome. uh, the dance. Yeah. That's going to be a very important, very important part of it. Yes. Just as Absolutely. soon as you start to lock in a tempo, just send it to. Me. Yeah. Okay. I'll start sewing. I don't have a lot of time, so I'll just make a costume that's really small, really uh, <laughs> skimpy. Yeah, as skimpy as you can get, please. Yeah. Yeah, and that'll save on the mailing because you got to mail them to everybody too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So shall we move on to leaving? I think we Is should. That something? I think we should do that. It's usually um, social media and then hints. I would love to give the Yules a little bit of additional time to talk about their show and where you can find it, etc. It is uh, called Finish It. There's usually an explanation point. Explanation Ex- point? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a parenthesis, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, exclamation point after it. Uh, finishitpod.com is where you find all our stuff, but we can, all, you can find it on whatever podcatcher you use. But we are, we are going through interactive fiction books one at a time. One read at a time. We're going to get every single page every si- of every single book and every single ending. Uh, we do a lot of choose your own adventures. We're doing, uh, what are we doing right now? Throne of Zeus. <laughs> Throne of Zeus. <laughs> Throne of Zeus right now. And we go a little insane when we do it and we write a lot of music for it. But it's a good time, so you should come check it out. It's Finish It Pod on Twitter as well, right, man? On Twitter and Instagram, although we yeah. don't do any Instagram. And yeah, I yeah. think Finish It Podcast on YouTube. I think that's right. Who knows? Yeah. We're out there. <laughs> It, it is legitimately uh, one of my favorite podcasts. This is one of the two uh-huh. podcasts that as soon as I get the notification that a new episode is dropped, I will stop whatever I'm listening to and go listen to it. Oh, so, what? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. What's the other one? Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, just is it sexing? Put, uh, it's super sexing. No, it's uh, Hey Riddle Riddle. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, cool. And do you want to give individual social medias, or are you, are you finished talking about um, where people can find you? I, we're just, I think at Chris Yule and at Matt Yule, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you at cool. the Chris Yule? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Matt, I am. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, wait. God, way to blow up my spot. this has been uh, just an absolute blast thank you so much for having us yeah absolutely thank you so much for coming on um anytime hey daniel where can people find you on the internet uh you can find me on the internet pretty much anywhere at dantendo64 if I'm not Dantendo 64, I'm Dantendo some other Nintendo product, but... <laughs> Super Dantendo. T- ten times out of ten and a half, I will be Dantendo 64. So uh, find me, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, wherever. Hmm. How about you, James? 
I can be found at Unabashed James on Twitter. Uh, you can also find the show, uh, this show, at Frank's Jukebox. You should follow because we post stuff and we'll post, uh, you know, when the song comes out, we'll post that too. Um, yeah. And uh, check out our Spotify playlist where we have a playlist going of all of the picks for uh, all of our years so far, including all four of these songs mm-hmm. uh, added today. Nice. Absolutely. Hey, Dan, do you want to give your hint for next time? I would love to get to give my hint for next time. My hint is Jewish Waterbird. Okay. All right. That's going to frustrate me for a while. Yes, it and will. What's yours, James? Um, mine is a list of six names. Are you ready? I am now. Okay. Beach Boys, Fleetwood Mac, Cindy Lauper, Christopher Lee, Ian Holm, and Ian McKellen. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So there you go. See? Not vague and solvable. <laughs> so I put thought into it at all. So that's that's a cool thing that I did this time. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, is that... Do you want to take us out, Dan? Uh, I think I took us out last time. Or did I bungle it and you had to do it? I think you <laughs> said that you were going to bungle it and you had me do it. That's probably exactly what happened. Uh <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening so uh, so much. We really appreciate it, and see you last year. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven, community-focused, treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>